Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears, oh. With every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd, well... You're the one listening who's the nerd. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with Hello and welcome to the Engineering Show. This is D Vitty here with I'm St. Jimmy. And Nop Nop yet yeah, or Nop Son. Yeah. Yep, son. He doesn't yep, know his son. own name yet. <laughs> Dang it. It's, okay. it's my first time. He's just yep. a mini dragon. Yep, yeah. son. Yep, son. Yep, son. Thanks for filling in, yep, son. He's sitting yep. in a pulled, pulled seat. He's up yeah. holding the seat for pulled. We have referred to him previously as Peavity because he's Dvitty's son. Also, the yes. middle son. The middle son. The middle one. Our fake sponsor this week is Hipster Milk because you liked milk mustaches before they were cool. I've got one right now. That's gross. That, you haven't yeah. had milk in several days. <laughs> You're supposed I to wash you yourself? <laughs> yes, that is a crucial thing. I don't. I disagree. <laughs> That's apropos of our nerdiculture <laughs> today, but does anybody have any banter? Yes, I've been whining recently about my lawnmower not working. My lawnmower doesn't work. It doesn't start. I put gas in and it doesn't go. Well, That's, I that was the dog. No longer have to worry about gas. Oh, because yep. I have purchased a mower <gasps> that doesn't require dun, dun, gas. Dun, dun, it's diesel. <laughs> that would be rad. runs on marshmallows. Oh, oh. no, I run on marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot so of marshmallows. So basically, it does. I push it and I run on marshmallows. <laughs> Honey, a- can you mow the lawn? We're out of marshmallows. <laughs> oh, well. so I finally they're long up to the point where it's starting to seed. So I thought <laughs> oh. I should probably get a mower. So I went. Um, I think it was on my day off. Moon day. Yeah. And I went to a local big box construction store. Moon store. Yep. And uh, we looked at them at that same place the week before, but this time I went in and they were on sale. Oh, goodness. So I got it for way less than we had looked at it before. Nice. And I was, came in underneath my um, target budget that cool. we decided on. And I got one that had all the features I wanted. Yeah. Like not being green. Oh. <laughs> Because I wanted to be, yes. I don't want my more to be pretentious and say, <laughs> especially since batteries probably are bet worse for the environment than gasoline. Um, mm. But yeah, it works really good. Well, the global environment, not your local environment. True. 
Yeah. You got the exact lawnmower that I have. Excellent. And it's still working, right? Yeah, you? it works Excellent. great. So when I got it home, uh-huh. I checked the. it has a little self-checking thing on the battery to see what the charge was. I checked it. It had one bar and it was flashing. Okay. So I stuck it on the charger and I couldn't leave it on there for more than 15 minutes. So the lawnmower died halfway through the lawn. <laughs> it just stopped running. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then I had yeah. to go put it back and then put the charger back on. And I left it for an hour. And then that was enough charge to finish the front. And then I did the backyard as well. Nice. Yeah. So I went over really thick stuff, like in the backyard. Some of it was thick and like 12 inches tall in some spots. Those are called saplings. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, it was almost to the point that you couldn't find the tar- trampoline. What? That's so long grass. I mowed it. And then I've, someday I'll let one of the kids use it. It's fun. <laughs> and quiet. I was actually able to put earbuds in and listen, or headphones on and listen to a podcast at normal level while I was doing yeah. it. Yeah. That's... Uh-huh. So I'm Good. very happy with my purchase. It's blue, which is my favorite color. Oh. Yes. I still very haven't figured crucial. out how to fold it correctly. I don't think it's folded like it's supposed to be. No, I don't fold mine. But there's no fluids <laughs> in it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Yet. Oh. Just Not until I run over the neighborhood. Bunnies. <laughs> oh. There's bunnies everywhere. Yeah. But maybe it's one that when it gets scared, it's like freezes. And that would be bad if it's a mower coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I don't see it. Mm, not good. Yes. It's got a one hand adjustment. So the um, with the starboard side aft mm-hmm. wheel, there's a little adjusting lever, and it's got like built in tension bars that lift the whole thing up and yeah, down. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So part of my lawn is cut shorter than the rest <laughs> yeah. of it, like 40 feet. Nice. I thought, oh, yeah. I should probably adjust this. And then I was like, oh, it's that easy to adjust? That's great. Yeah. Cool. I think it yeah. raised it even higher when I did the backyard. Cool. Because there was a lot of stuff back there. Like when I mowed right over the top of and didn't even know it was there until the grass was gone, one of my metal fence posts. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Yes. I've got a tendency to first time I... <laughs> I get a new mower or move it to a new place. I hit metal with the mower, so I'm glad I avoided that this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the deck was yeah. high enough. Nice. Cool. I had to empty the bag like eight billion times though because yeah, there was so much grass. <laughs> uh, but it's light enough and quiet enough. I could do it way more often. Or now I could probably have the kids do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I showed them how to run it. They could take turns. Yes. Ooh. Yep. Move on to. Nerdy culture now? No, nope, we're going to talk about another thing that happened. Oh. Apparently, I'm going to take over the whole show. <laughs> yeah. If Paul's not here, I just like jump right in. That's and fine. Yeah. The whole thing. So, on Saturday, St. Jimmy came over to roll or finish his character for Dungeon, Dungeons and, and Dragons, Dragons, which I'm dragging uh-huh. everyone into. Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> I think is what yeah. they call it. Um, uh-huh. so I'm dragging people into the dragon. Actually, I dragged dragons. you in first, but yeah. Yes, well, they got me to play it. So... We're sitting there, and someone knocks on the door, and Yepson needs to get trained properly that when someone comes to the door asking for his dad, if he doesn't recognize the person, and if the person is not wearing a police officer, the correct response is, my dad's not home. I didn't answer the door, so don't look at me. Oh, I thought it was you. No, it might have been Colin or my younger brother. Oh, okay. But he's lying. It wasn't me. I was upstairs. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. someone answered the door, and I talked to a very nice gentleman. Um, well, previously, so to set this up, my wife and I had been talking about me spending my day off um, getting the carpet cleaner out and cleaning some of the carpets. So this guy shows up okay. and says, 
that they want to no, they're not selling anything was what he led with. Right, which mm-hmm. is a lie. Which is a lie. And then he Always said is. Um, that they wanted to, they're trying to get their name out for their company in our area. Also kind of a lie, I think. Right. Um, and they would clean one thing in my house. So I thought, well, the worst one is the carpet or the stairs. Oh, the dog. So I said, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you could clean my stairs. And he's like, okay, I'll have someone, the guy that's in the neighborhood, I'll have him stop by and he'll clean your stairs. I was like, okay, before we sign up for that, how long is it going to take? It's like, oh, it shouldn't take more than a half hour. Right. Like, right. Right. So another lie. I'm waiting. I hear someone pull up in the by the driveway. So I look out the window, and it's a Kirby box coming out of the van. I was like, "Oh no!" I've been experienced with these people before. Now, don't get me wrong; their product is great, but it's not. I want to tell the guy repeatedly when he looked around their house, like obviously we don't care that much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I wanted to say also that yes, it's cool to get rid of dirt, but my family has the ultimate protection, and that's an immune system. Yes, (laughs) Yes, because <laughs> we're not overly concerned about it. So they, yep. But anyways, they did. Uh, they did clean three stairs. <laughs> they cleaned <laughs> one of my front windows. Which did they ever come finish up? No, <laughs> I thought not. <laughs> <laughs> and he sold me on stuff, and then at a certain point, they tried to use the sales tactic, which I don't appreciate of calling to question my um, honor because. Well, you said that... You said you liked it. You liked the vacuum, and you said that you don't like the dirt, and... So you're so buying you, the vacuum. You're buying the vacuum, right? I was like, no. How much can I uh, get out of you for it? So, actually, at the end, if I had purchased the last time he spoke to me, offered me one more time, I could have got it for $2,100 off of the original sales price. Right, which is like... It's like, wow, how many people... So if you're a guy getting a Kirby, wait till they're packed the box up and are out the door, if you really want one. And then do a Colombo, uh-huh. just one more thing. And then <laughs> say, accept the last offer, and you'll get it for way cheaper. Yeah. I mean, they're a great Smart. vacuum. They do a lot of stuff. It's really cool looking. It's like made out of extruded aluminum. It's it's really cool, but not cool enough for me to pay that much money. <laughs> I don't want a payment for my vacuum more than my son's car payment. Yeah. Well, and it's not That's like... expensive. Notice how dirty your carpet is. Well, at one point they're like, "Well, what do you? I mean, your carpet will wear out fast." I was like, "Well, this is like the cheapest carpet because we bought it from someone that rolled it, the house, right?" Um, so they put the cheapest carpet in it. Like, well, don't you want to be nice carpet for the next owner? I was like, "No, no." When I go to sell it, I'll just rip this carpet out and put the cheapest carpet back in. <laughs> yeah. There, problem solved. And they looked at me kind of like, <laughs> "You're evil." And then at certain points, my wife called me and pretended to be one of my kids wanting picked up from the movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which uh, did, I think, start getting them to start wrapping it up sooner. But then uh, after he's got all this stuff out, it took him a good half hour, if not more, just to put the stuff back in the box. Right. Which he was, I was, I was impressed. I've never been able to pull mm-hmm. something out of a box and then put it all back. Oh. And he did it successfully. He knew yeah. where everything went. Well, he probably does it yeah. multiple times a day, yeah. every day. Anyway. I do that not. is a job I could not do. So the next day, th- that was Saturday. Sunday on the way home from church, my wife is like, um, we need to be out of the house at 4 o'clock, or at least upstairs. I was like, why? <laughs> so she, t- this guy talked to her about uh, kits for like information on your kids. I sound like they're free kits. So that you have pictures and fingerprints of your kids. Oh, in case they get kidnapped right. or something? Uh-huh. Who would want uh, your kids? I know. 
not me. I mean, bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's like, but then towards the end of the conversation, I realized there's probably a sales pitch about to happen. And he said there'd be here at four. I was like, <laughs> all right. So I packed up and went over to Mr. Pole's house. Oh, nice. I watched another movie I can put on there. Okay. Um, final countdown. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, and I think she just was upstairs, and everyone else in our house was upstairs. They just ignored the uh-huh. door. Nice. Did they come at 4 o'clock? I'm not sure. No one knows, because they didn't bring down their <laughs> yeah. answer. Our doorbell's broken, so. <laughs> That's we did a trick. Yeah. I thought it worked. <laughs> no. Oh. I don't think it works what right if I now. Broke so. it? Does it set our dog off barking? <laughs> oh. Anyways, that's my banter. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't like being sold to. In fact, no. I went shopping with a friend of mine. I took him, my friend uh, Nate, with me car shopping because he is someone that could be very blunt and is mm. not a nice guy like uh-huh. me. Um, he's nice. I mean, don't be wrong, but he doesn't take gruff, gruff from people. So I took him car shopping, and at a certain point, they tried to play that thing. Well, you said if you blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you're calling Dave a liar? <laughs> All right, let's go. We just got up and walked out. <laughs> nice. And the guy's manager and salesman are chasing after us. We just got in the car and left. <laughs> wow. Oh. It's like, thanks, Nate. I couldn't have done that by myself. My car buying experience was really uh, opposite of that. They didn't want to sell you a car? No. <laughs> I, like, I arranged everything beforehand before I went there. And I got there and I was like, hey, I called. I'm going to test drive this car. Okay, well, we'll have the guy bring it up. They bring it out and they go oh there's not enough gas in it so they sent somebody to put gas in it oh when i just <laughs> drove uh yep sans car um the guy's like oh there's not a gas in it i'll be right back he came back with twenty dollars let's stop and put a gas in <laughs> so you like okay but then we bought it put so, five dollars uh, in i know we oh. bought it so we got 20 free extra dollars yeah. of gas from the guy but nice. i got there and i was like yeah we're gonna test drive it they give us the key we test drive it come back and they had all the paperwork ready because I was like, get the paperwork ready in case we want to buy it. We don't want to be there forever. And it was ready, and the whole thing didn't take very long. It was really nice. Wow. Uh, 405 Motors in uh, Woodenville, Washington. So we, when we bought um, my wife's truck, we had an Acura MDX that had transmission problems to the point I just happened to manually shift because <laughs> it wouldn't do it on its own. We're dropping Zoc off at his uh, SAT test, and then they're going to swing by, or they're going to go drop me off at work, so I was going to work that day. And I was going to, LFG was waiting for me to get there so that we could switch. Nice. Um, and we, I said, like, well, we got like an hour and a half. Let's just stop and look at, I mean, look at trucks. Maybe test drive one. She hadn't driven a modern truck. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and we're looking at the, we're showing us the, like the really new ones. Yeah. We're like, well, Okay, that's, those aren't my price range. They're great and all, but this is kind of my price range. I was thinking, do you have anything in that? And he turned around, and was like, "What well, is this one? This nice black 2010. So it's mm-hmm. got a little more miles, but it ha- doesn't have the newer engine thing, whatever it's called. The the it's the um, eco boost, eco boost, right? EcoBoost. And I was like, well, that's fine. So we pop in that, test drive it, and she loved it. She's like, this is really easy to drive. Yeah. Which is like, I can see everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided, okay, we're going to buy it. So we had this MDX. We were planning on selling it, so it wasn't cleaned out at all. So the poor guy, they gave us way more than it was worth um, for our trade-in. Right. Get the numbers. Uh-huh. Kind of, I was kind of playing a little bit of hardball, knowing I wanted that truck. But right. 
and I got him down a little bit on the payments with getting more. Um, and then we just had to like scoop up all the stuff and, and just like throw it in the back of the pickup. <laughs> so then later, my wife works at the high school and she walks past the shop class and looks in. And her MDX is up on the lift. They donated it to the high school. Oh. <laughs> it's such a crappy car. You're like we can't resell this. Nice tax write off. That's nice. That's uh, funny. It was very funny. <laughs> Oh, I had a thought that went through my head, and now I can't oh, remember it. That's because I'm over verbose. Uh, it, it it's not there. Cause nobody wanted to talk to me at work today. Good. Huh. I wanted. I when I wanted to talk to them. Oh, <laughs> I was even trying to offer a suggestion because I heard someone say weld repair, and I was like, "Are you repairing weld, or are you re- repairing with weld?" Yeah. It's like we're repairing with welds. You just said repair welding then. Not weld repair because that sounds like we're repairing a weld. Mm-hmm. And I've had people confused before. Oh, I've never had anyone confused. It's just the way I said it is it more clear. We did yes. get, I did get told that weld repair is different than build up, which is true. Yes. It's just the oh. thing I was rolling over was a build up <laughs> and I didn't change that. But. Oh. I did the yes. next time. I feel like half my job is convincing welders to weld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you can weld. Uh, I promise. I've spent way too much time with welders this week because there's some line in the instruction that says they have to make a sketch of the weld area. And we're doing all these little what? spot welds. And, well, we weld on a different form than you. Oh, okay. And they're like, well, if we just like mapped it out and took a picture of because we have all these little weld repairs repair welds that would be easy but they don't have access to a camera so we have to take the pictures for them and so the swing shift guy was taking pictures and he's not in my group he's a shop guy and we couldn't find the pictures and the welder guy was freaking out just like oh my gosh Draw a sketch or something. Do rubbing. Yeah. Well, I was then like, could copy it and paste last it. time we did this, we put a piece of transparent plastic and drew on it. That works. And uh-huh. it worked. But this is, they didn't want to do that. They're like, oh, we'll just take pictures. <laughs> it sounded really easy. Uh, Yuck. So oh, I can't complain. My last project, we had the greatest welder I've ever dealt with ever. Oh. He was so easy to work with. It was great. So I... My pickup, my pickup I got from Grandma, the fuel gauge doesn't didn't work. Okay. When I got it, and I took the fuel sending unit out, and the float was like in pieces. So I've just been driving it with no fuel gauge. So I bought a new one off this site, LMC Trucks, that has like replica parts. Oh right. And it had the one it's I needed. It's just like the original one you had, and it comes in pieces. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it came, and it looked great, and it looked exactly like the old one. And so I took the old one out and put the new one in and hooked the wires up to it's it. It's a replica, though, right, so it doesn't float? It, no. <laughs> but then I go to hook the fuel line up to it, and it's, it's got a half-inch pipe thread. No, three-eighths-inch oh, pipe no. thread, and the new one's got quarter-inch pipe thread. I'm like... Are you freaking kidding me? They need to get an adapter. So I had to drive to the store, and I didn't know what size they were. Right. So I got my calipers out and measured, because I didn't want to bring... Well, the one was installed, and 
had oh, been yeah. in gas, and the one I pulled out was in gas, and I was like, I don't want to <laughs> bring this in my wife's car to the oh, store. Yeah. So I got my calipers That's and what the, measured. The antennas for you just tie the baggie with it on. <laughs> And I didn't even know what type of thread it was. Right, because who knows? So I go, and this helpful lady at the store. That implies that most ladies aren't helpful. Send her hate mail to (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, (laughs) This lady at the store was really helpful and helped us get... That's better. Because the adapter was female on both ends and i had to go i needed something that was sexist <laughs> female on one end and male on the other so i also had to get a nipple oh no oops oh. i have two of those <laughs> are they quarter inch pipe thread nope i don't use them at all <laughs> yep. i rarely use mine but it worked out i had to bend the Good. gas line a little this bit was before or after you ran out of gas well i did run out of gas a couple <laughs> weeks ago it was, My wife came was, and rescued me. You had to push the car off the road or something? On the, or do you coast into something? I coasted. I, mm. I can't remember I was coming pulled, but down a me. hill towards a light that I have to turn left at, the last light on the way to my house, and it kind of sputtered, and I was like, oh, I wonder if it's running out of gas. But then when I got <laughs> turned and was level again, it was fine. I got like four blocks down and it died, so I <laughs> made a left turn and parked on I a side I think I street. might hold the record for the most coasted distance yeah. with a run-on gas car. Yeah. At, what, two and a half miles? <laughs> it was really far, which put us like halfway, halfway between, between <laughs> where we came from and where we left. And some of us didn't have shoes on. Well, wow. It was summer. But they all, we all decided to leave at the same time. We could have just left people at the van and then come back for them that's as an true. adult thinking about the logic of the situation <laughs> yeah take the two people who have shoes you walk quickly to one of the places well looking back you should have just stopped where you ran out of gas that's and walked uh-huh. back to the place. I coasted two and a half miles <laughs> yeah it is two impressive around several quarters i know across the highway you had to run some stop signs <laughs> over oh. railroad tracks you could have, we could have pushed the van the other two and a half miles <laughs> <laughs> around well, the corner. That's a problem. We finally hit the uphill slightly. Yeah, uphill. it is. Uh huh. That awesome. stops it quickly. Yeah. The things you do when you're young, don't do those <laughs> things. Don't run out of gas. At least not while I'm on your insurance or you're on my insurance. <laughs> but if you want to ever get insurance to put me on your insurance, that'd be okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> All right.
Let's do some nerdiculture. Let's do it. Okay. So, yes. I was confused because I said I was going to do nerdiculture. Oh, we put, well, yeah, I, I had to thing. put him somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I could talk about my D&D experiences. All right. Why don't you start? Okay. Because so, you're the one that got me started somehow. Yeah. It was, well, it I don't know. It all began. I grew up a yeah. <laughs> young, <laughs> uh, poor black boy. Oh. I don't think that's how my story starts. But Probably not. You, yeah. don't, you don't think so? You don't, uh, not sure? Yeah, but... So, I started D&D a couple months ago, and like I joined... school? Yeah, I joined the school club, and so I was playing as a... Uh, the deist of Ds. No, I was a half-elf wizard, and yeah, so I played D&D for... It was like two hours a week, and it's been going on for a couple months, and I don't know, like, our DM's not the best at preparing, like, he has he, school, like, I a lot of I'm, school stuff. I think so. I might be on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> 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 to yeah. yeah, you prepare you a lot. my wife with your maps and... <laughs> uh, what if it was called while we were doing her character, I drew an entire map. Nice. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, we've been on a couple adventures at school, and uh, our whole guild went to jail, like, three times. <laughs> and so, it's yeah, school D&D, so a lot of things happen that's not planned, so, yeah, but our D&D's, our, our DM is very good at improv, so even though he, like, doesn't prepare at all, he's done, like, several sessions which are like two hour long sessions yeah i can't get my players to play that long yeah (laughs) well there's bedtimes involved yes yeah like we have like a time period set apart so yeah but he like does it all improv and it's a lot of fun i've got this very cool spell called enlarge slash reduce and it's very fun to enlarge my uh half orc Ban- or barbarian <laughs> to like 12 feet tall and it's very fun but so I can't remember who exactly because my kids often get me involved in things that then take over portions of my life <laughs> um, like parenting so I know Zach has been playing he played in D&D high school and his uh-huh. friends come over and play all the time um, and then you started playing in the yeah. thing and I think then I watched some YouTube videos <laughs> Like hundreds of them at this point, uh, more than that. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Zach bought me the Dungeon Master Guide for my birthday. Oh. But I started with uh, some of the Wi-Fi is interestingly drawing a, a fantasy map, so we went and bought like a sketch mm-hmm. pad, and uh, I bought yep. a new pencil, a nice uh, P two hundred seven, silver colored. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're not going to get me started on that though. Um, I was using my P205 today. Nice. Me too. Not yours, mine. 
either red or brown. I have a copper-colored oh, one. I can't that I got tell from LG. the difference. I need to get one of those. What color are those? Is that a is that red or is it brown? Which one? The Pentel reddish brown pencil. Are you sure that's a Pentel? I thought so. Because they're typical colors. You have um, there's a point three that is kind of a maroon color. Mm-hmm. The point five is typically black. The point seven is typically light blue, and then the point nine, unless you get a special one, is yellow. Oh, maybe mine skillcraft probably. Oh, it might be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I broke off the. But clip. I said we were going to get me started on my. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> sorry. I take the clips off because it interferes the way I hold it. I used to always mark oh. mine by scraping the S off of the skillcraft, so it said killcraft, oh. and then I knew if someone stole my pen. Was that kill smart? Them? I wonder if it minus maroon. But yeah, the Elf G bought me the one I have now because he doesn't like. He says those were too small for his hands, oh. the barrel, and mm-hmm. so he was sad about me losing my gold P two hundred five and <laughs> replaced it hmm. for me. Or gave me uh. one, I guess. So back to D anD D. So I yeah. drew a fantasy map. And I used lots of lots of YouTube videos to figure that out, and then I forayed into. No, I was watching one with uh, it's called high school or D and D with high school kids, which was good because it's a teacher I think in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's his audio visual class that that's their, one of their final projects was to film D and D games. Oh. Um, uh, and it was good because these kids hadn't played D and D before. Oh. so he was he <laughs> this guy the teacher played for like thirty five years, and so when one of the videos it showed him making some stuff for their minis. Like mm-hmm. town stuff and then he mentioned another um dm scotty who makes out of cardboard and hot glue makes really cool looking faux painted D mm. stuff so i watched like almost all of his videos and um then i've moved on to like uh, a guy that has developed games and is a big gamer i've been watching a lot of his videos because he's really good at talking to dms about mm-hmm. running games and then i successfully convinced Hold, uh, Jimmy, both their wives. I kind of forced my wife to make a character. <laughs> then Elf, she came over and made a character. And we've played two separate sessions, one with um, you and Pold and your wives, mm-hmm. which I think went pretty well. I think yeah. everyone's having fun. Yeah. Um, with, and I know some of the women were especially reticent, thinking what right. have we gotten ourselves into, not knowing what to expect. Yeah. I hammed up a goblin voice <laughs> they like that um i told that to someone at work like okay let's see here it i was like no i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i'm not dming right now you have to come join the game yeah so then lfg was gonna come over because he was out of town so he couldn't participate in our one we did and he wanted to play with us so he'd played um fourth edition i think and some earlier ones which is gonna mm-hmm. be weird because some of the stuff is way different mm-hmm. for 5e yeah. which is what we're playing um, but he came over and rolled his character, and um, T. Biddy came in and sat down, and I gave her her character sheet. I was like, okay, let's play. And then I got her to play. Nice. She played with uh, uh-huh. LFG, and, and she was very violent. Her character was <laughs> very a very violent druid. Whoa. High elf. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she was describing with hand motions what she wanted to do with her scimitar in relation to... <laughs> And then I like we can't describe them on the show. No, she rolled it. An attack was going to kill it. So I was describing one way. She's like, "Can I cut its head off?" Uh, <laughs> sure, I could describe that. I was like, "I was trying to tone it down a little bit for you." And then 
So the th yeah. three goblins I sent after him, LFG couldn't hit anything. <laughs> um, like but he wasn't following the rules of our di roll dying or dice rolling. He was just rolling four. No, he's rolling five and just taking the top three and wasn't re-rolling ones or anything. So this character's probably not as heroic as everyone else because mm -hmm. the way we rolled our characters. But uh, I'm very proud of my wife. She killed two goblins, decapitating one, splitting the other one's head straight down <laughs> the middle. Vertically. Yes. Um, wow. And then, Elif oh, and then she captured the third one with her. Oh. Um, in fact, I don't think she used. She didn't use. Uh, she had thorn whip. I didn't think to have her use one of her cantrips, which is a uh -huh. zero level spell. But she just knocked him down till he was at like one, trying to crawl away, and then she went and um, wrestled him and tied him up. Nice. To a tree. Guess that works. And then when he LFG said, "Shut this, that stupid goblin up," she's like. <laughs> All right, we stuck something in his mouth. So I described there's a dead body that had stopped them from, for the ambush. Uh -huh. So I described them going over, taking off one of the guy's socks and shoving it in the mouth <laughs> of the goblin. But I successfully weaved the story and co coerced them into basically being where your party is. So uh. we found you guys, and then you guys yeah. can oh together. Nice. Successful DMing. Although pulled out of town. Doesn't help. So with... <laughs> so he and his wife are both out of town visiting family right and they're both high elves so I thought I'm about describing the scene where they're off in the bushes or something well we'll just leave them there we'll just continue on and they'll catch up <laughs> well he was wanting to take a four hour meditation oh there you go and I was like it's yeah, not going to take that long meditation. to hide the wagon <laughs> it sounds like they're in distress no no let's just move on let's move on <laughs> no no they're, they're meditating they, they actually well, I'll tell you anyway. They sold their goblin that they captured for a bounty at this town. Oh. oh. But it was good. They all, I, In order to get them to f try to go find kind of basically where you guys are, uh -huh. I had the goblin tell them that they were going to eat the human that they'd captured. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they thought they should probably go rescue the human. Cool. But I was thinking about mm -hmm. it. Our, your band is going to have a difficulty in some of the cities. Because we don't have any humans. There's no humans. <laughs> There's three high elves, two dragonborns, and a tiefling. No. A dragonborn and two tieflings. Oh. Uh. I was like, you guys might want to get some, like, monk hoods. Uh. <laughs> or full body armor. Not a lot of people like tieflings and dragonborns. Although, so. Fanolin, they don't seem to have a problem. Because that's where I had um, LFG and Tivity oh. come from. So they'd already, all their shock had worn off. Mm. Anyway, so um, play D&D. &D, it's fun. It is a lot of it's fun. It's not what you think, probably, if you've thought, oh, that's just... It's people creative gameplay. Pretend. Where, right. Uh-huh. Anything um, can happen. And if you are willing, I would say definitely DM. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, you weren't supposed to be looking at me when I did shake and, my head. Uh, like, for instance... Talking about going overboard. I'm building a treasure chest to keep all my stuff yeah. in. Yeah. Well, that's just practical. <laughs> well, yeah, going over to Polt's house to play, it's going to be practical. Yeah. Very. Anyway, well, maybe we'll put a picture of it up on the, on the website. Sure. Um, I'm going to stain it probably tomorrow. Okay. Decide. Ooh. Well, no, I guess I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to stain first. If you I decide that was the proper order, stain the boards. Get me a picture okay. by Sunday. It's, I can put it as the episode art. It's on. There's one on Facebook that I can send you one. No, mm. you don't go on Facebook. I can get it off Facebook. 
I get yeah. pictures off there for the show. Let me see here. Just I can get it off Facebook. Okay. It's easier mm. than getting it off my phone. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say that's. Did you have fun? I want to hear your experience as a player. Yeah, first it's time. kind of weird because I'm trying to pretend like I don't know the story because oh, I've already right. listened to. So, thanks, Ben and Brian. I've been. I actually use theirs as homework as a DM. Oh. And I knew that you guys would uh-huh. be doing it differently, but the very first part is very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Although you guys didn't get lost in the woods and have to talk to a deer at all. Not and I actually ran th- ran uh, my boys all through it before uh-huh. too. Oh. In fact, the very first arrow th- from the ambushing goblins killed my youngest son. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Larry, you know your brothers yeah. could have like used their medicine and rolled for trying to stabilize you? He's like, What? <laughs> it's like instead they just took his body and threw it in the wagon. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After they um, looted it. Nice. Yeah. We got extra gold. <laughs> <laughs> And Zach's uh, character is very aloof and doesn't trust very easily in that yeah. game. He's very wants money. We spent like forty five minutes because it he was wanted so money annoying. to continue. The, he's trying to get money from the other players to continue uh, and to help. I had already given my younger brother fifteen gold pieces. So I'm like, no, I am not giving you money. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Let's just keep on going and save this. So these people. My favorite story so far, I think, one of them. Uh, was I was playing with my boys, and they were inside. Uh, they were on top of this bridge, and there's two goblins that are getting away. And my youngest son was thinking, I wonder if I could, can I jump down there? Because then I could chase them. And I was like, well, it's 20 feet up, so you get like 1d6 damage per 10 feet. And while I'm telling that, he's, he's trying to decide, and Zox like, so I pat him on the shoulder. I think you can make it and shove him off. <laughs> and he's like, and I throw four good berries down after him. <laughs> Which each good berry is a hit point. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, level one players are very what's known in the D and D world as squishy. Means they're uh-huh. easily killed. In fact, some characters are squishy a lot, so you try to put shields like characters uh-huh. that have a lot of armor in front uh-huh. of them. Yes, like my character with eighteen right, DC off the bat. Your palad or paladin? Yes, paladin. So I put my wrong emphasis in the wrong syllable. <laughs> uh huh. So I'm glad you had fun. My wife seemed to I maybe was have fun. Like the only one took taking damage during our big battle, in which no, nobody could hit uh, any enemies. Like you hit a tree, you missed and hit a tree. In the future, I was having you guys miss all the time. They could, you could they could have hit and just deflected off your armor uh-huh, more right. often. Uh, but you guys were missing so poorly. I was having and and except for Mrs. Jimmy, who threw a dart <laughs> and hit a. Goblin in the eye with it. It pulled uh, oh, from pulled thirty wife. feet away. What, what did we call her on the show? I don't remember. Uh, well, I know the nickname I made for her, but she doesn't like that. <laughs> oh, <apparently>. yeah. <laughs> so pulled wife rolled a one on one of her attacks. So I was like, due to the heat of the day, your hand was sweaty, and you throw your sword off into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. She's like, well, uh, I got another one, right? It's like, yeah, you can switch hands and use that one. <laughs> but at the end, she's like. Can I find my... I was like, I'll just let you guys go look and find them. Right. Uh-huh. I was like, I could make you roll for it like I did with Zach and, or did his arrows. He was oh. shooting at a, uh-huh. a, 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 a troll. Was it a troll or ogre? Anyways, he's shooting at a missing a troll, in a grassy field. He's like, so how many did I find? He's like, I'm going to roll your percentage dice. He's like, oh, you found five of your six arrows. Good hmm. job. Oh. Also had two of them break on him. <laughs> had him shoot the ogre in each of his legs. And the ogre... In a fit of rage, used his club to break the arrows off yeah. so that 
Nice. Which I then used my thunder breath because I was a dragonborn to shock him, his body, and the current went throughout his body because he had metal. And then, so it worked good. I was very yeah. creative. I should have given you an inspiration point. In fact, put one on your sheet. Okay. I'll have to figure out what those actually do. <laughs> <laughs> An inspiration point allows you at any point in the game to roll with advantage. Ah, uh, I see. And I was also That's doing, nice. um, on a critical hit, which is rolling a 20, that means. advantage means you get to roll your attack dice twice and take the higher number. Oh. Now, if you roll a 20, what I didn't do and I should have done, you should get to roll your damage twice. And take the higher? No, you take all of it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Usually it's just crit and you just double what you get. You can but, do that, but I'm going to have yeah. him roll for it. Yeah. In some situations, rolling twice would actually See, be better. See, this is the nice thing, because I know you, you like to follow rules, and you're, it's actually really helpful in this game to have your phone with you so you can look up stuff on the yeah, fly. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I was doing. Because some DMs will be like, well, how does this work? And they'll be like, I don't know, what's your spell? How does it work? And you should come knowing how all your stuff works. Yeah. yeah. But I've got enough brand new people, and I'm kind of brand new, that I actually made a cheat sheet that has all your, like, AC, your mm-hmm. armor class and everything listed yeah. on it so I can... Well, I yeah. started putting notes on my sheet, like, next to the spells. But the nice thing about mm-hmm. being a dungeon master is at any point I can say, well, we're playing it the way I'm, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I have total control of the game. That's what a DM is. And I'm going to take the starter, starter um, quest, what they're doing now, which should get you guys to level 5. I'm just going to plop that in my world I'm making. Okay. Yeah. So at some point you guys will discover like I'll, I'll, you'll eventually learn history. I'm going to take you guys' backstories you provided and weave them into the story. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, I was... So we've got to keep playing yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh, but I'm trying to DM a game and I kind of wanted to go into the history of my uh, world and I was like I don't really want to describe everything, so I'm just going to, like, hand my car- players, like, a book of the history, and so it's just going to be, like, maybe a three-page book that they'll have to read, hmm. either on their own or out loud. So that's kind of, like, what I've decided to do with the history. Smart. So, yeah. I like to having people roll for history. How much do you know? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, I was playing with... <laughs> Who was I playing with? Oh, it was... I think it was... Um, LFG, when we were playing with them, they rolled mm-hmm. to see if the horses were the same. No, that was in your guys' one. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. It I looks r- like they're about the same color, <laughs> you think? I rolled <laughs> to see if they were the horses somebody had been but, using. Um, they look about uh, the same color. It could be. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Yeah, we had some bad rolls. Yeah, it's funny. I really uh, enjoyed it. But our, learning how to adjust creature, um, I was watching videos today, how to adjust creature characteristics so we can Mm-hmm. I'm starting to. It's I think Matt Colville is the guy I've been listening to recently, hmm. and uh, he uh, he likes to throw things at characters that make them feel like they're vulnerable. Oh, <laughs> and sometimes their his players die, but oh. it happens. Yeah, but it sounds like some DMs. If your character dies, they ha- you hand them your character sheet, and they rip it in half. Oh, yeah. So that's a possibility, just so you know. <laughs> they could also take make the copies. character but, sheet and. But he does. Uh, yeah. He does. He rolls his differently, where he roll. You roll for stats in the game, mm-hmm. and he has you start at the very first one, and roll. Uh-huh. And oh. you take. I think he has you roll four. And you take the top three. Okay. 
And then when you get done, if you look back and your character doesn't have two stats or at least a 15, he calls that character illegal and then you start over. Oh, okay. But then what that does is certain characters depend on certain stats being higher. Uh-huh. Yeah. It kind of forces people into not playing what they wanted. What they want, but yeah. oh. stretch them a little bit so they play what they rolled. Gotcha. So you might end up a wizard when you wanted to be a fighter. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So, uh-huh. And that's Nerdiculture. All right. So for technology, um, I didn't know this, but there's this article I read on Wired that says that dementia is like the f- the fifth leading the bi- fi- the world's fifth biggest killer. Really, but oh. funding for research into it is shockingly low compared to other. What the heck is that? That was loud. Compared to other leading causes of death. Well, there's some interesting things that cause that. Like a certain woman celebrity, I'm not going to mention by name, coming out and saying that she thought in five years up to 20% of the population would have AIDS. Which, if you look at comparative funding for research, compared to the people that die of the disease, AIDS is way overfunded for... I mean, you should be maybe spending more on cancer that kills more people or mm-hmm. dementia. Yeah, or, well, cancer is the number one most researched because there's so many types of it. Right. And it's really prevalent mm-hmm. and it attacks people at all ages. So dementia's thing is it typically attacks old people and so it's not as visible. And things like AIDS, you can pretty much eliminate with education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and AIDS now is to the point where having it doesn't actually reduce your life expectancy. So that's from the amount of money they got right. put towards it. But if you took that money and then we'd funnel it to other places, we could have ones that are like cancer that you never know when who's going to uh-huh. get struck by cancer. Yeah. So for dementia, um, basically what happens is proteins build up in between your neurons and they inhibit those neurons from firing correctly. And that eventually leads to cell death. And it especially attacks, like, m- memory recall. And it attacks the most recent memories first. See, I hadn't thought about mm-hmm. that. That eventually what's causing the outward symptoms of personality and memory loss eventually leads to your brain not being able to control your body, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what kills you. That's man. That's yeah. That's rough. so. I had a coworker whose mother recently died. She had dementia. She died from cancer, which they didn't know she had until a few weeks before she died. But she lived with him the last couple of years of her life, and it was really hard on him to be her caregiver yeah. because she didn't know what was going on a lot of the time, and she would she would ask the same question like a hundred times an hour sometimes like maybe not maybe 50 times an hour but you know or she would you know couldn't figure out why her car wasn't there and it's like well we got rid of your car because you can't drive she's like well i could drive and they're like okay well let's go in the car and you tell me how to get to the store from our house and she obviously couldn't but she they don't she didn't realize that she right. was that debilitated 
And mm-hmm. uh, so it's really stressful on both the caregiver and the person with dementia yeah. because, uh-huh. like, some people don't realize that their spouse is dead. And every day they learn it like it's new. And so they're it's really hard on them emotionally. Um, the author of this article on Wired, their grandmother went through this. And it, it was the same thing. The last two years were really rough. And they realized that she was having a problem when she got lost going 50 meters from the bus stop to the house. It's like, okay, something's wrong here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's no medical intervention once it happens that can reverse it. I mean, it's uh-huh. event. It's all. It's always going to get worse over time. Right. So something that was kind of cool that they've done in Europe recently is they will build a community for people with dementia that they the community is built and they can even have like their house. So it's familiar to them, but everything like the cars, the clothes, the buildings look like it's from like 40 years ago. Oh, interesting. Because they're, they've lost all their more recent memories, but when they're, so they remember stuff from when they were younger. And, uh, there's also caregivers that are there either, live there or commute there for work to take care of them because they're all elderly uh-huh. and a lot of them have other health issues but this helps them cope with the mental part of not being able to remember like why don't I have a car all of a sudden or you know like their this author was saying their grandma lived with them but she was always bugging them like I, I gotta go home I'm gonna go to the bus stop and they're like you live here and it was like confusing to her because right. in her mind she didn't she did live there. Yeah. She didn't live there, and she always had this urge like she needed to go home. Yeah. So you could build a home in this community that looked like their home, so then they feel comfortable there, and it just makes their care easier, and then they're concentrated, so it takes fewer caregivers to right. help them. So the next step, uh, the problem with this is it's really expensive. Right, they're talking physical infrastructure. Yeah, you're and you're moving them to a community, so they might be further from family, and you know there's all these caregivers, and you have to build these custom houses, and you know, outfit everything to look like it's 40 years old all the time. So, this new study is looking at using virtual reality to help people with dementia. So basically, they could. Their caregiver giver will have a tablet where they can kind of control the virtual experience. And the person that has dementia while they're in there, you know, they can look around and move somewhat freely in the environment. They can make the environment look like anything they want. And they can program in situations like from their youth that they remember so that they can relive them and see them. And that kind of calms them down so that they have more lucidity overall. Mm -hmm. And it's less intensive on the caregiver because they're just interacting with them through a tablet. Have you seen that Black Mirror episode where people are are older and maybe disabled? They put them in a virtual reality world where they can travel back to whatever decade they want. Right. And they all kind of live together in this world and... They're kind of like trying it out, and if they 
Like they can move there permanently? Right. They basically move their consciousness there oh, when their right. body dies. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. It's it's similar, I mean, but it's kind of cool. So, so you don't have to move them to a village and build this custom house. You can keep them nearby their family or even in their own home. And they can spend, you know, a couple hours a day in this virtual world that is designed to, you know, help their mind cope with the degeneration and all that. So it's good idea, especially as cheap as virtual reality is getting. Right. They're saying you can most like top end cell phones can now power some of these headsets. Yeah. I got my kids some that they each got some Uh for Christmas and you just put your cell phone in the thing. Right. That splits the screen in half with the software. And I, I got dizzy. I was playing a game where you're in space shooting enemy ships. So you're turning around yes. and looking every time we. So do you have a shoot. controller? No, that one no. you're just shooting all the time. Oh, yeah. so you so just, just constant point. shooting. Oh, huh. Interesting. And then it's, it's funny. You're trying to. You're following <laughs> it this way, and all of a sudden you're like. I can't look that <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I can't shake you. Virtual reality is cool, and it's. It is. It makes me a little motion sick. It's getting. Uh huh. Well, and that's the thing is like. There's still a long ways for it to go, and it's really cool right now. Yeah, even with those like omnidirectional treadmills they have yeah. that are coming uh, out, those are pretty cool. Yeah, I could see most houses having one of those in 15, 20 years. So mm-hmm. It would be really cool if you could figure out how to get a bunch of them, like in a bigger room, so you can have more people in there. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a holodeck? Yeah, and the, <laughs> the actual treadmill can move around so you can move well, relative to, have... to each other. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to have them small enough that you, I mean, you couldn't be rolled up that close together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you had good enough headsets so that you only heard each other through it, uh-huh. then it would, wouldn't matter your right. orientation. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, you could each have your own treadmill. I yeah. Guess. yeah. And you wouldn't even have to be in the same room. Yeah. That's <laughs> the future. The future. The future is now. I'm less scared about that than the future with robotic bees. <laughs> oh, Especially related to MRI machines, already. I know they're already doing that. What's funny is I found out a lot of the stuff that they talk about in Black Mirror is not showing. This the future. It's showing right. this is technology we have now. This is right. how it could uh-huh. be misused. This is what could happen with current tech in a few. Like years. I was reading the the one about you know your social rating, and how yeah. it affects the way you live. China's doing that. Yeah. With their pro- per- person or their oh, wow. population, right? Well, if you get do a certain number of things that are bad socially, yeah, you can get like decreased vacation time, or you can't ride this train because this is for people of a it's certain for happy people, right? Uh-huh. Wow, huh. people that agree with the regime. We I should <laughs> implement that in my home. I'm all kinds of <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm all about totalitarianism. Sorry, your social rating's too low to have dessert, so you have to go to your room while the rest of us have ice cream. Oh, and if it's getting really low, you have to sit there and watch us eat it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's what Mister Pold does with his or has done with his kids before. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, all right, so that's technology. Awesome.
So we don't really have news. Yeah, yeah we're I just going to go into consumption. Sweet. So, uh -huh. Yipsan. Yep. Yipsan. So, Yipsan, I guess. Recently, like, I started watching Sword Art Online for, like, the twelfth time and <laughs> the yeah. first season. You know they have yeah. other shows. I tried to watch the second yeah. season, but it's so disconnected from the first one. I was like, "What's it is. happening?" It's a lot more confusing. Oh, and you tried. You haven't watched it twelve times. You I, tried. No, the no. Second season. It. He's talking the second season. Oh, I've actually seen both of them. Like I've seen the first season probably like twelve and times. The first and season is set up perfectly. And yeah, it explains everything perfect, and it's great. And I like it. second uh. one, it kind of like piggybacks on the first one, and so it's a little confusing but like it's a good concept where basically they have technology that intercepts the brain waves of your mind and so you just lay down and your body just kind of like sleeps while you're in a video game and hmm. basically like 10,000 people get trapped in this MMORPG Whoa. and so yeah the, I don't the government doesn't really know what to do, so they they live in there for two years, and they like get actually kind of close to beating the game when like things go down, and some this the main character he figures out the identity of the creator of the game. Yeah, and, the creators basically yeah. trapped them in there and t said, "If you die in the game, you die yeah. in real life. Your body dies." Whoa! Like sends wave right. waves and fries your brain. So it's good. Uh -huh. Check. I think every, it yeah, is good. I'll th it, I've been thinking yeah. about checking it out because I've heard of it. Yeah. Is it dubbed? It is dubbed. It's so you don't have to read so you, subtitles. Yeah. Okay. But have you ever put that yeah. one that had subtitles and dubbed at the same time? Yeah. It's they don't weird. match. It, yeah, yeah, they don't match. I watched. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, the freaking Attack on Titan. No. no. What's the uh, one where they can't die? They they have uh, the ghost, the black ghost. Oh, yeah. What was that one um, called? I don't know. Oh. What is that called? Uh, it's really good. We have, yeah, you have a, your own, like, ghost that... Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, uh, but anyway, that yeah. one I watched it in English with subtitles. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see the, the variations. Yeah. yeah, because the dubbed, like, they have to sync it to the lips. Right. But the subtitles... It's just like the direct, with modern, direct translation. So. I don't know. With modern technology, you think they could just get the character's lips to sync up with whatever track you put on it? Yeah. Uh, it, everything's drawn. Or what's that most one right stuff there? is drawn. Ajin. Yeah. Ajin. Yeah, that's Ajin. the one I heard about from Matthew, oh. I think. from. I, uh, I heard of that. The, Have you not watched it? You should watch no, it. It's I really should. good. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I find it Matthew kind of... Matthew McDonough, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I find it kind of hard to watch anime lately because I like watch, like playing a game while watching it. And yeah, you can't, if you can't... You, you can't do that it. with subbed anime, which, like, I can't watch dubbed anime anymore. Like, it sounds weird for me. Hmm. So, I like, I have to sit down well, to watch anime. Just because they have anime. the same five American-speaking <laughs> voice actors do all the shows. Yeah, like... She's like, isn't that Naruto? It's like I've, no. I've heard in South America, like Jar Jar has a very deep, like resonant voice. Yeah, <laughs> people there don't mind him as a character. Right. Uh huh. Yeah, Mister Pold has a or friend. French. That, 
wife's from Argentina, and they were down there when it came out. He's like, oh. why does everybody hate Jar Jar? <laughs> oh, I watched it in annoying. English and found out. No, they hate yes. him because they can sense the evilness in the Sith Lord. Mm. Yeah. And Spanish-speaking uh. people can't sense that? No. Oh, okay. They watch too much telenovela. Oh, uh, yeah, that does... Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, then what else uh, are you watching? Uh, I also started the first half of DC Legends of Tomorrow. I really like that series. I'm on the third season, actually. Is I it, started the first half of that season. It, but okay, is second and third season better than season one? Uh, <laughs> I can't make it past season yeah, one. I, I, I finished season one, but I was like, I'm not going to watch any more of this, because it was... Yeah. The, that guy's like, right there, just shoot him! Yeah. It's like... Well, they can't kill him without this certain set of circumstances. Oh, like, right. you yeah. can catch him, though. Like, yeah, you can capture him. He's uh-huh. unconscious. Put him in jail. And they're like, oh, well, we there can't is... kill him, so we just have to let him go. There's a lot of, like, rules they have to abide with the time, and it's confusing and at times. The guy that is from Doctor Who in this show is a time master or something that's yeah. synonymous with Time Lord. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, it was dumb. I'm glad you like yeah. it. It, it's <laughs> it's interesting how they introduce new timelines each episode. Oh, that's probably why I didn't like it. I don't like time travel. <laughs> oh, I don't mind it, but this just seemed dumb. It's like, yeah, you can travel in time, so can't you go back and get him before he became immortal? I was talking to LFG about. Um, he was reading a yeah. book where they used. Short, they can only jump in time short seg- segments, but they're using the planet's movement in conjunction with time travel. Because mm. if you're at one fixed location and then you time travel, all of a sudden you might not be on the planet anymore. Yeah, there was a yeah. book I read that they had to compensate for that. It was called the Heisenberg Compensator Lightning. Because when somebody time traveled, it caused oh. lightning. Oh, it was a That's Dean Koontz novel. <laughs> But it was, yeah, it was a good book. Uh, I finished a book called Alone. It's the third book in the Generations trilogy by Scott Sigler. I've only finished the first one. It's good. I need to listen to the second one. The second one, probably my least favorite, but it was still pretty good. The third one is awesome. Maybe I'll use, I have enough money to buy a book probably on my Google Rewards. Yeah. I actually looked and saw how much Google Rewards I've earned since I started doing it. So they have the first two books in the series in the local library. <gasps> My daughter read them. Really? But they don't oh. have the third one yet, so I was thinking about buying it for her so she could read it. Cool. So she likes them? Yeah. Yeah. The main character is a teenage girl, and it's they're basically on a, a ship that's been traveling for 1,200 years to get to this planet. and But when the main characters wake up on this ship they have no memory all they know is that it's their 12th birthday but all of them think that and they so a lot of it is trying to figure out what's going on and where they are mm-hmm. in fact they don't even know they're on a ship for most of the first book spoiler wow. sorry oh. <laughs> the fact that your daughter's reading scott sigler is interesting yeah but this is uh-huh. why his ya books I know. she doesn't read mm-hmm. like Infected trilogy, well, like his. Uh, 
um, Galactic Football one. Yeah, my son has. You gotta get. They should get the right version. Yeah, you have to get the YA mm-hmm. version. It's only the first book that had a non-YA right. version. Then he decided to. Yeah, listening to that with. I don't know if I listened to it with you. It every like now and then. Every time Zach and I, I, he had a friend lived close by, and I had to drive him to a, a ferry so he could go over there. And it's a good 45, 50 minutes away. Uh-huh. So we'd listen to an episode on the way there, and I think we listened to one on vacation. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I haven't subjected my family to uh, infected yet. <laughs> we <laughs> listened to would. that on a road trip. We did. That we was to good. see uh, Master Zed help him <laughs> move, I think, or graduate. Yeah, one of those. Or both. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, I like Scott Sigler. Me too. Um, we finished, my wife and I finished Person of Interest Season 2. Very nice. Huh. So it's, if you haven't heard of it, it's these two guys. One of them's a computer guy, and the other guy is like a ex-military guy. And computer guys from Lost. Yeah, it's it's uh-huh. uh, Linus. Linus. <laughs> um. Basically, this computer is analyzing cameras and phones and computers, and it can tell if somebody is going to commit a murder. And But the only way it can communicate is it calls a, a payphone when the computer guy is walking down the street and gives him just, like, some random words, and he converts those words into a social security number. And they don't know if the number is of the victim or the perpetrator and so they have to like go and figure out the story about why this person is either going to be a person of interest or going to kill someone so they have to stop these murders and they have like some friends on the police force that they get involved and so there's some cool storylines in the second season about those guys it's cool i I like it we're gonna continue on with season three there's five seasons on netflix so Hmm. And the next movie we watched, DVD also watched it. It's called Dark, D-A-R-C. It's a It was way Netflix better original. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I wasn't expecting much. I thought it was like going to be a B-rated yeah. like, movie or B-movie. Where... It was really good. The only thing is, viewer discretion, There, a lot of parts. it takes place in brothels and strip clubs. So there is some nudity. And there's... A lot of violence, but basically this guy that grew up around the Yakuza, um, his mom was like a prostitute that worked for them, and they ended up killing her in front of him. But later in life, this cop's daughter gets kidnapped by them, and so he gets that guy out of jail so that he can go and find his daughter, infiltrate the group, and... He wreaks havoc. It's pretty good. <laughs> I recommend it if you don't mind the graphicness. So, last Sunday while I was avoiding the salesman that my wife had lured to our abode, <laughs> I went over to Master Pold's. This is before our D&D game. Mr. Pold? Mr. Pold. Mr. Pold. I gave him an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's now the master. So, I, I showed up before everyone else. And they were... Um, Maybe 20 minutes into Final Countdown, which is a movie about um, the USS Nimitz, which is an aircraft carrier traveling back from the 80s back to right before World War II, or right before Pearl Harbor, basically, Right. Mm -hmm. with their full complement of fighter planes and everything. (laughs) It's really good. I liked it a lot. It has Martin Sheen. Yeah. 
And you can see both Emilio Estevez and um, what's his name Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen a lot, and their dad. And if you look yeah. at those two, you're like, those two can't be brothers. But then you look at their dad, you're like, okay, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> it was really good, and it was funny uh, watching. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was very interesting. So yeah, check I've that out. It. And it's then, on Netflix, right? Yep. Uh, no, they. I think they got it through the discs of Netflix. Oh, um, well, I've it seen it. Be, well, sometimes it goes on and off of being yeah, available. Okay, I've seen it once. Gotcha. So my yeah, youngest it wouldn't son, make sense for them to get it on the disc if it was on the streaming. My mm-hmm. youngest son in his football game or team last year, his nickname was Colin McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Uh-huh. One of the line line coaches, the main line coach, and he'd never seen Highlander. My oh. son. So he's always been asking me to watch it. So I, we finally watched it um, together. Oh. He's having a bad time. So I was like, come watch Thailander with me. So I was plugging mm-hmm. for the little watch. He fell asleep through the middle part. But, uh, um, it's about a Scottish Highlander. And he's, he's immortal. Or immortal, there you go. Unless he's another invincible. immortal cuts his head off. Right. And he has to wow. cut their heads and off. And as time goes by, there's something called the quickening, where everyone kind of gets drawn to the same place to cash it out to... There could be only one. There can be oh. only one. Um, but they have lots of sequels, but it's not set up to have sequels. Right. Well, that's <laughs> weird. The way they ended it, that has a whole TV show spinoff. That yeah. Like, what? Highlander, the series. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's very good. I like that one, too. That's good. I haven't seen that mm. in a long time. Where'd I, you watch that? It might be on Netflix. Ooh. Hmm. I think it's seen or, it on Netflix, but I haven't oh seen it. Oh, my. <laughs> it's good. You should watch it. It's very uh, huh. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched a, a show called Anon, and it was set in the future where everyone has a built-in, I don't know, the computer chips or something. So you have a virtual display in front of you that, like, as you walk past somebody on the street, it shows you their name and like a short bio. So augmented reality, right? Yeah, where nothing is secret basically. And there's a police officer. Basically, what he does is um, everything goes into this big network. And the police force, basically the government, has access to everyone's feed. So oh. if you, there's a crime, they, he goes back and watches from the criminal's point of view, from the victim's point of view, and mm-hmm. kind of adjudicates it. Huh, um, that's cool. Wow. Well, there, he walks past this lady that says, error unknown. And that's all it says. Is he walks past her. And then something starts happening where people are getting killed. And the killer is making it so they're seeing from the killer's perspective. So he gets in their house, and all of a sudden the person's, like, disoriented because they're seeing from someone else's perspective. Oh. And the killer walks up to him, and the last thing they see is, looks like they're shooting themselves in the head. Huh. I was like, well, lash out at least. You kind of understand right. what's happening. But, well, yeah, it would be probably really disorienting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this cop kind of gets on our trail, and then she starts messing with his life mm. by introducing, well, he can't trust his eyes anymore. So is this a series? I think it's a it's a movie. It's okay. on Netflix, I think. Netflix original maybe. I've seen it on there and I read the description. Mm-hmm. At one point he's day. like sitting in his car and he's looking both ways and there's no cars coming at all. Both streets are empty and he like pulls out and gets hit by a car because and then he wakes up and there's cars everywhere. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty trippy. That's um, crazy. See the Okay. Final countdown. Oh. So I watched, over two nights, The Karate Kid. Karate? 
which a guy at work someone was talking about this which was funny he's like pronounced it karate or however we're supposed to pronounce it karate because he's i think half japanese yeah but anyway so uh, i so i stood up and said well maybe in japan that's what it's called that's what the martial arts called but this movie's called karate kid <laughs> it's really good uh-huh. i forget how good of a movie that is every time until i watch it although it's really funny there's a during the say with the final fight scene there's a song that starts, history repeats itself. You're like, <laughs> what? This is the first one. What? History's repeating itself. It's because it was, uh-huh. that song was made for a different movie. There was oh. a sequel. But they uh-huh. ended up not making the movie, so they used it because it's cheaper for this movie. Huh. Have you got it? Karate. That's the Americanized version. Yeah. For sure. In Japanese, T-E is pronounced te Karate. So it's karate, which means empty hand. Empty hand. It wasn't used yeah. at all until the 1950s. Yep. Translate uh, to Azerbaijani, Japanese, Thai. Oh, I can't do alphabets. Irish J. J. Ooh, we could do Javanese. Javanese. Javanese? <laughs> Is that from Java? I guess. Oh, it doesn't let me pronounce oh, it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you could probably get it on your phone. <laughs> Pronunciation. We'll see if it'll do it. But it makes me wonder back in the 80s how many kids were finding older Japanese gentlemen and trying to befriend them so they can get a free car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the moral of the story. <laughs> But I can't get over how Ralph Macchio, he's a goofy looking Karate. dude. Karate. Karate. Yeah. Karate. Uh, close enough. Uh, Anyways. Um, yeah, he's a weird looking dude. Karate. Karate. It's like, for his height, his shoulders are too narrow. He's got frequently weird long legs, which aren't helped by the 80s style. Yeah, with the mm-hmm. high pants. High pants and long legs. You're like, what yeah. the? <laughs> it's like anyway. no torso. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you heard of the Netflix show coming out? That's basically from the point of view of um, oh, Johnny, yeah, who's the guy he's fighting, and Ralph Macchio's in it. He like owns a car dealership, <laughs> and he's kind of being mean to Johnny. Isn't it? <laughs> nice. Johnny reprises his role as, or opens up the Cobra Kai dojo oh. to help some oh. kids that are getting bullied. Yeah. I think is what it looks like, but I think it's on the YouTube page channel. Oh. So, YouTube Red. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to get YouTube Red, but don't have the money. Yep. If it was a different color, maybe. <laughs> maybe blue. <laughs> <laughs> could be environmentally friendly. could be YouTube Green. Yeah. It's not easy being green. It's not easy being not green anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, and last but not least... So after I watched that, I was like, oh, I've got an hour before I probably want you to go to bed. What, what can I find? So browsing through Amazon, I found a show called The Color of Magic. It's got Sean Austin in it, okay. otherwise known as uh, Frodo's friend. Yeah, Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee. Or the guy from uh, the nerdy love interest in, oh, what's that show with the dark or the un- underdark or whatever? Uh, the... Out, uh, that, yeah, that one. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger, 
Um, but in this, it's set in like a, there's like a wizard, so it's like it's on a disc world that is on top of four giant elephants that are riding a space-faring flying turtle. Okay. Huh. Um, and it's a disc world, so there's an edge to it, and there's a center. Just like Earth. And this... <laughs> the first tourist on this world is Sean Austin, who plays a tourist that... It's really funny. He shows up on the ship to this land, and they're like... And the ruler's like, and this guy wants to just come look at our stuff. Okay. It's very amusing. He has a chest that's full of gold because the land he's from, gold's like very common. But everyone's like freaking out over it. But the chest is magical. It's got like little feet, so it follows him around and like protects him. (laughs) What the heck? It's funny. (laughs) It's from the 90s, I think, or maybe 2000s. Really? Wow. Color of magic. The color of magic. Look at that. Magic. All right. it's gonna be funny. The whole first season's on Amazon Prime. Huh. It's it's in, in, enjoyable. Cause he's wearing like a he's got like a flower print shirt. The tourist. And he so hires, it's based on a Terry Pratchett yeah. novel. Huh. <laughs> oh, it's got uh, what's his name in it? Um, well, this plays a bad guy. He played. Um, <laughs> He played Richelieu in uh, that Three Musketeers movie. Oh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry's in it. He plays an evil wizard. Nice. (laughs) That's a wizard that gets... He gets He's wearing a flower print Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) With like a... It's amazing. A floppy brimmed hat. Nice. And shorts. It's very... It's very amusing. It's funny. That guy's also very funny in it. (laughs) He signs up as his guide. Anyway, huh. I can't wait to watch more of it. That looks good. I actually went to bed, yeah. started getting ready for bed at like 9.30 yesterday. Weird. I was just really tired. And I knew it because I was really enjoying the show. And then the last 15 minutes, I was like, couldn't stay awake. But it was just because I was exhausted. Mm. Yeah. I think it's because two nights in a row, my wife woke me up at 2.30 to go take care of the dog. Oh. And then I got up at both times. Uh, Zach was up and was putting him out. I was like... Could have been done that a spoke. little sooner. <laughs> I almost spoke in a goblin voice. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh-huh. Now I want to set up like a online like Skype one with Ben and Brian. Have them be guest characters in a D&D game. But first we're going to have to find a table big enough to play at. Yeah. Mm. I don't think anyone of us have a big enough table. <laughs> No. We have to reduce one of our or two of our folding tables in combination with another one. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, what we should do is arrange a time for Ben and Brian to come out here on vacation. Yes, and then Ooh. we could just get together and do fun that stuff. Would be awesome, and maybe play a game or two of Dungeon. Dragons. That would be great. We'd have to fight uh-huh. uh, Ben over who gets to be DM. <laughs> we could both do it. You've said you wanted to play it when you're not the DM. That's true. That'd uh-huh. be interesting to see it from the other I mean, side. We'd have a guest DM, obviously, if he came all the way from Arkansas. That's true. We, I guess we'd let him do it. So, Ben, mm-hmm. Brian, make some travel plans. Let us know <laughs> when you're thinking so that we can arrange. Yeah, I got lots of... I got extra rooms. Yeah. I'll have another one after my son leaves this summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could have one for each person. That's going to be our exercise room. You can bring... Uh, <laughs> trying to think... Oh, uh, Mrs. Panther... Is that what Ben calls or is his wife? I don't remember. 
I'm not going to assume to call somebody else's wife. I almost called her uh, (laughs) OT, but that's Andrew's girlfriend from Matt (laughs) Andrew. Yeah, don't get those mixed up. Yeah. Get some hurt feelings and some. Nope. All right, and that's consumption. We didn't cough it or anything. Good. Here, Um, instead, we'll do a sound effect. There we go. You guys have any nerd cred? <laughs> I've been DMing, so I've got all kinds of nerd oh, cred. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, Wednesday for school, I had to dress up as a. Whoa. Ooh. Calm down. <laughs> okay. You need to cut back on the caffeine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Getting a little jittery there. I but just banged the mic. Sure. Now it's not pointing the right way. Yeah, <gasps> fix it. There you go. There we go. But yeah, so for. History, I was doing a presentation. Did it repeat itself? <laughs> History repeats itself. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> Every day. Yes, exactly. But Describe school. We, yeah, <laughs> that's school for you. Repeats itself, but I was doing a presentation on the art. See, he's just like pulled. He can just pick up right where he left off. <laughs> yeah. No matter how many times you interrupt him. <laughs> it's a very good skill. But I was doing a presentation. <laughs> well, mine did better than pulled those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was a presentation. <laughs> He's now said presentation seven times. <laughs> Let's go on. Get on with it. <laughs> so I, I was presenting. <laughs> on second thought, this is a silly show. Hi. Uh, but it was the 70s art styles, and so I did uh, the movies of the 70s and video games. Oh, the 70s, like Pong? Yes. I did and the Pong. arcade. Pong 2. <laughs> yeah. Return oh, of Pong. Wasn't the one called, like, Missile Command? It was, like, the very first one. Pong in New York. <laughs> I don't know, the there sequel. was a lot of arcade games, so I, I tied it in very well, and I got to dress up as... I, I tied the video games into history very well, and uh, so... You like to dress up, don't you? Yeah, I dressed <laughs> up as a nerd, and I had my pocket protector, <laughs> yes, and... so dressed... Yeah, you, it I was great. I, I, I gave him mine. Oh. Uh-huh. One of mine. But I borrowed my dad's nice. clothes so I could look like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had everything but the pocket protector and uh, the glasses, so... Well, actually... Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. It was. Did some LARPing at school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my six year old son came out in pajamas, and I almost made him go change them because the top was Hulk, the bottom was Superman. (laughs) Super Hulk. (laughs) I was like, Super Hulk. Seriously, dude? He's like, Yep. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I was like, Normal people probably wouldn't even care or notice that those were incompatible. Uh, they are. That's probably true. So on top of my DMing, I do have another one. So I was looking for a new background picture, and I found a cool picture of a castle like on a rocky outcropping mm-hmm. with a really well-designed b- bridge out to it. So it goes out, and then the drawbridge comes from the side. Okay. And then there's like the spire. So you couldn't get a ram. Oh. To ram the gate. Uh, was it inspiring? It was. <laughs> but I've decided I'm going to model it in 3D. <laughs> so I started, of course you are. I started doing that much today. Is it a real hassle? My, 
No, oh. it's a, dra- a drawing. Someone it's did. a drawing. I'm using my small skill on my screen. It's <laughs> like calculator. Don't let your self. coworkers see you do that. Oh, oh it's my. a flat panel. That's why you make flat panels. Yeah. Well, actually, the whole screens. thing's flat, so right. you can just call it a flat the screen. monitor. And no one uses CRTs anymore. A so flat. You can just call it a yeah. screen. Just call it a flat. <laughs> That's an apartment, though, <laughs> in England. We're not British. Not partial mm. British. We're descendant of people that may or may not have been British. Said they got kicked out or decided to leave. <laughs> and yeah. they got and kicked or. out and or left. And <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's fun. So we had a couple of new likes on our website. Cool. These are other bloggers. Can you pronounce that one? Yet another movie critic. Oh, yet I didn't uh, even see that there was words in there. Yet Tanith. And Belle. Ooh. Belle. Ask her how the beast is. I guess I can ask her. Belle, how's the beast? Oh, he's fine. Can we be your guest? No. Be my guest. Our. Services. Anyway. Yeah. Gaston. If you yes. want to contact us, send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. An easy way to get there is to go to theengineerdyshow.com, and at the bottom of each episode is a link to Facebook and Twitter. So you can true. save the princess. While you're there, you can listen to the, sh- the shows. You can find back sh- episodes. You can... Go to our t-shirt shop. There's two t-shirts in there right now. I need to put more on there. We have a moron shirt? Uh-huh. Moron. It's got a picture of you. Sweet. More <laughs> on the back. <laughs> and uh, It's just a picture of my back. <laughs> the best thing you could do while you're there is click through one of our Amazon links. Oh, yeah. To do your Amazon shopping. That supports the show. It helps us get things like... Microphone. Pay, pay for our website... Mm-hmm. But we bought these uh, mic stands we use. They're very nice. They're fancy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. What's your catchphrase? Don't Quick. Know. You're on the spot. Yeah, ah! <laughs> but it always shall be my friends. That's mine. Oh. What's Pold's? Live long and nerdy. Live long and nerdy. Okay. Okay, that's his. Okay. I that's think it, it should be presentation. Presentation. <laughs> presentation. Presentation. That's it. On presentation. You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell you. Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuning things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees So you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore 
something multiplied by a three. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Yepson. Yepson. Also makes printers. Yepson. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.